Welcome to the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship. I'm John Hare on a rainy California Sunday afternoon. I've been asking you to share your stories about making medical decisions with your horses. Kelly Ald from California sent me this email of a story she wanted to share about her mare, Little Girl. Kelly bought Little Girl as a two-year-old. Her registered name is Skip to My Leaguer. Together, they went all over California, competing in small shows and eventing. Kelly and Little Girl had a good relationship. When Little Girl was 11, the two took part in an eventing clinic at their boarding stable. Little Girl had worked hard during the clinic, and Kelly wanted to get her out for a hand walk on the trail the next day just to stretch her legs. This was a trail they had been on many times before. Both of them knew about the free-range peacocks living in the area. About a half mile down the trail, they ran into a male paint peacock that they've never had seen before. It was a big blue and white peacock. It was the first. Now, Little Girl is a high-energy horse, and she went into survival mode. Kelly had to hang on to the lead rope while trying to disengage her horse's back end. The ground was hard, rocky, and uneven. They had only walked out about 10 minutes when this happened, but it took them nearly 30 minutes to get back. So much for a relaxing walk. They both came back in a sweat. Poor little girl was lathered up. By the time it was over, little girl had a compound fracture in her right hind splint bone and had bruises on all four feet despite being shod and wearing protective boots. She was lame all the way around. X-rays and ultrasounds on all four feet showed nothing other than the fracture. There was a month of stall rest followed by a month of hand walking. Little girl finally got turned out for some light trotting. Ice treatments, poultices, DMSO, and water treatments usually followed. Her splint calcified and resolved, and her feet returned to their natural state. Finally, the vets gave the okay for tack walking and lunge line work. She was not back to 100%, so Kelly took it slow. Little girl looked good, except for the right front lameness. Six months and two follow-up vet exams passed, and still there was no improvement. The vet advised Kelly to stay consistent with her exercise. Don't increase the workload. After another month, the lameness worsened. Kelly sought a second opinion. Of course, it was another thorough exam involving x-rays, blocking, and everything that goes along with it. The vet said the only way to see what was really going on was with an MRI. Without insurance, it would have to come out of Kelly's pocket. About this time, Kelly got another job and had to move. Luck was on her side this time as the move put her closer to a well-known equine podiatrist and lameness specialist that had a standing MRI. The cost of the MRI was 2,700 bucks, but Kelly had to know what was going on with little girl. She put everything on credit cards that were already under the strain of the first rounds of vet exams. It was a full year after that initial injury that Kelly finally got an answer through the MRI. In all the commotion and chaos with the peacock, little girl had come down so hard on that right front hoof, she had 
internally lacerated her deep digital flexor tendon with her navicular bone. She had slightly chipped her navicular and bruised her bursa. This diagnosis meant stall rest for six months, not even hand walking, and then light hand walking and stall rest for another six months. Telling a fit, high energy 12 year old, they have to stay locked up and can't go outside was an extreme challenge. Little girl is now 15 and Kelly faces a tough decision. She's done everything the vets prescribed. Three different farriers and special shoes haven't made the difference she had hoped for. Does she retire little girl from riding for good? Well, Kelly would be okay if little girl spent the rest of her life with light trail riding and groundwork. The pain is clear even in those activities. In Kelly's words, I am heartbroken for my own selfish reasons for I put money and time into four vets, thousands of dollars I don't really have to have a horse that is telling me she wants to keep riding and having fun, but she just can't. I feel for everyone who has to battle with lameness. There's no right answer sometimes. There is just doing the best we can at the moment. Little girl is happy, loving, and sound enough to be a pasture pony now. The day may come when she is not. We will cross that bridge when we get there. For now, I love on her and let her be, even though when I go out there, she still wants to play games. She just doesn't understand why we don't go for trail rides because she likes them just as much as me, if not more. I wanna thank Kelly for sending me that email telling me her story. I can imagine all the worry and frustration she's gone through with her horse little girl. If you have a story you'd like to share, you can record it on your own audio and send it along to me. You can email them to me like Kelly did to john at woepodcast.com. Or if you like, we can get together on Skype and I'll record the interview. You can find us on Facebook. Just look under Woo Podcast. That'll do it for this episode. Remember, you can find every single episode on our website at wopodcast.com. You can also find us anywhere you find podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or just about everywhere. In the coming weeks, I'd like to talk about conditioning your horse in the spring after a winter layoff. And how do you handle vaccinations with your horse? Which ones do you give? What happens if your horse has a reaction to a vaccination? What do you do? I'd like this to be a place where you can share what's important about your horse to the rest of the world. So contact me and let me know. As always, thanks again for listening and sharing this podcast with your friends and riding buddies. So until next time, for Renee, this is John Hare saying, go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody. Wine podiatrist and lameness specialist, specialist and lameness specialist.